<laughs> oh, this will never not be weird. Hello, everyone. This is the Legal Process Podcast where we talk about process the process of becoming a leader. We make sense of it, we understand it, and we learn how to acknowledge and celebrate it. So, all of you out there, whether you lead a small team or a big team, whether you're starting or you're in, in the middle of the process, ha ha. We, we love having you here. Um, join us for episodes with other leaders, episodes thinking about topics concerning leadership. And yeah, well, let's get right into it, right into it. <laughs> oh, how are you guys this week? Uh, uh, yeah, happy new week. Happy Madaraka Day to all the Kenyans. I hope that... You're well wherever you are. You're keeping well, uh, and you get some time to think and to reflect on this country's history and its political leadership and where we are now, courtesy of our history and our political leadership. Uh, yeah, I, I, you can tell that I have quite a few thoughts, but this episode is not for said thoughts. So, yeah. Um, I hope you're okay. Thank you for all the new guys, all the guys that came from Jabulani's side of things, all of his friends. I'm really glad that you're here, really glad that I get to talk to you, um, to serve you in some way as you become leaders and as you think about what that's like, because wow, it is a lot. Um, this week we have a pun, we have a person of interest, and we have the episode. So stay tuned. Hey yo. Hey yo. What's up? Different neighborhood pun man. Back again. We got another pun. Don't know why, but feeling the B vibe kind of thing. So <laughs> what do you call a hungry bee? Njambi. <laughs> Oh man. Oh. This person of interest is Wangare Matai. <sighs> Why is she a person of interest? Because as I this morning I, I I actually much of this week I've watched the news in my country and I've I've felt very many things and I've walked away every single time disheartened and discouraged by the the way of political leadership and i've really sat and thought who in my country has there never been someone who did a good job at leading people and at honoring the trust that they receive when they get elected and get sent to parliament and wangarimathai came to mind who served as an mp for Madeira constituency but also won a Nobel Peace Prize and I have memories of watching videos of her being really really beaten and, and aggressed and abused for defending forests and for defending forests which she talks about and believes to have been the, the reason for 
the livelihood of many, many people because the forests were kept, it meant it could rain, you know, because the forests were kept and the open lands, Uhuru Park and Karura Forest were kept, it means that the future generations, and this was like in the 80s, was it in the 80s? I may have gotten that wrong, but people like us could, could go to Karura and have a forest to walk. If you know the story of both Karura and, and Uhuru Park, you know that in Uhuru Park, they were supposed to build, um, I think, a monument to one of Kenya's former presidents. And then in Karura, they were selling, property was being sold to businessmen to build high-rise business-type complexes. And she fought with her life and was beaten and stripped and stripped herself naked as a sign of defiance. And it was just refreshing to see that there was someone who has been a really strong pillar of a really strong example rather of what it means to really lead people and really be here for the people. And yeah, yeah, Wangari Matai for us this week. If you listened last week, um, we talked a bit about, well, self-worth and and acceptance and how that contributes to the process of you becoming a leader the week before that however uh, I opened up to you guys about my struggle with sharing my work episode was titled the cringiness of promoting your own work and when something like feeling that you you you're putting out work you don't necessarily know how to go about sharing it and exploring the feelings that are making you think you don't know what to do and how to go about it and it's been two weeks and I've interviewed a friend of mine and I've done a bit of soul searching so in that period I received quite a few messages from friends and from people on my broadcast because I have a broadcast list hi broadcasting thank you so much for allowing me to constantly share my work with you guys um and for yeah you encourage me you encourage me so that's a small shout out to my broadcast guys but one of those messages um one of the people on my broadcast came back to me to my inbox so lots of people came back and I already told you guys about it but in this past week um one particular one who came to my inbox is a lady who I would also like to shout out her name is Amy Inwangeshi uh Amy thanks for your message because it has produced this episode um and she she said things in like a nine minute audio (laughs) which is quite long but she said a few things and whatever she said is what led me down the path of today essentially she told me that I needed to find a way to find my value from elsewhere other than from external affirmation now at the time of putting out that episode I hadn't necessarily thought about whether I had an internal affirmation, internal value um, set up. But when she said this, it pointed out that, well, maybe I, I don't have something. And she rightfully pointed out that enough times I would not find value from others because of many causes. Um, <laughs> sometimes they're not in that headspace. Sometimes people just don't care. Sometimes ETC, ETC, ETC. And as much as every so often there will be these bursts of 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 communication and affirmation towards you it was really possible that sometimes there just won't be anything 
So she said I would have to decide and to determine the value of my work because there will be more days where I have to decide that for myself than not. And true to that word, that day was today morning when I who was thinking about whether to come and record um this episode and I just I just didn't want to do it. I really did not want to do it. And I got on a call with a friend of mine in the morning and we were talking and they asked me what my day was gonna be like and I essentially said that I have an episode that I needed to record but I don't feel like it. And yeah, turns out that today was the right day to think on, reflect on why this work is being done whether anyone is listening or not why is it being done you know so value which we talked about in the cringiness episode we said that one of the ways of strengthening yourself as an upcoming content producer anything really as you're trying to share your content is valuing your work and that episode I kind of hinted to the fact that I don't necessarily have a set mechanism because there's a lot of content out there but today I'm here to build on that thought so welcome and if you haven't listened to that episode please go back and listen so that this episode makes sense um yeah this episode will make sense more that way so value uh, I did a bit of research and all the sources I found helped me see that generally there is external valuation and then internal valuation um valuation is the process of determining value and i know that's like not the best definition but just go with me go with me promise we're going somewhere so how do we go about it and where do we begin well externally i found out that we have things like um market value business valuation um return on investment business metrics and salaries and income now, what all of these things have in common is that they are external. A salary is when someone gives you money um, in exchange for time and resources that you're expending in their organization. Market value is or market value is essentially determining quote unquote value, and I'll say that word a lot during this episode, based on what the market, which is buyers and sellers, um supply and demand decide that the price of a thing is so for example if you are selling your sugar and you want to sell it for 500 shillings but everyone else is selling sugar at 100 shillings then you're way off base as far as what the market thinks is the value of sugar does that make sense uh, then you have business valuation which is a term that entrepreneurs know quite a bit about because it's the process through which your venture is tallied up into money through its assets so that you can acquire a loan or you can acquire funding, ETC. But all of these things, as you can see, have to do with externally set up or external um, external things that help you determine value. And there's really nothing wrong with that. The reason why we have a living, breathing, active, healthy, sometimes not so healthy market is because people over time are willing to place value and communicate that value in terms of money for reason, for goods and for services. And then we have people who are willing to make those goods and services. So there's nothing wrong with external measures. But 
the reason why this was really important is because as I explained previously on that episode I'm in a place where I am I'm beginning and when you're beginning and no one is necessarily um, remunerating you or exchanging your your voice and your time and your input for money it can feel like what you're doing is not important and that's why as my friend rightfully put it we as people who are in the beginning and and in the in small beginnings <laughs> that we advised not to despise we need to figure out a way to not lose our sense of 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 value for our work and for ourselves because no one is paying us so that's kind of where my mind was my mind is in that place for i'm not taking advertising i'm not taking sponsorships and endorsements and all of these opportunities so how do we what what why is my work valuable so in the last week or so i've had on and off conversations with people and reading on the internet and trying to decide to understand and create a framework because there's so much content there's so much content and it doesn't surprise me because i think that self-work especially um in the age of 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 the internet and social media and then self-work in the age of such rampant and aggressive and large large scale entrepreneurship is a really big deal because there's a lot of people doing a lot of things and sometimes you can feel really small so what do you do about that so on internal measures of value i came across a word the word base um and the statement really was what is the base of your sense of value in in an in a self-help article around the topic of self-worth and entrepreneurship and i kind of sat there and i was like huh when i think base i think of <clears throat> pardon me when i think base i think foundation when i think base i think you know if you have like a lamp and then your lamp is on the table or on the ground and then it has this round bottom that allows the the pole that is holding on to your lamp head and your lampshade to stand so thought about base like that what's 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 on the ground what's keeping me on the ground from tilting over left or right or backward and forward from being blown by the wind or the movement of someone close by man i'm really sorry i don't know what's happening to my voice <coughs> whoosh um i'm sorry again so what's the thing that's keeping me on the ground what's keeping my feet on the ground my metaphorical feet in my soul what's keeping the feet of my soul on the ground <laughs> ah, the feet of my soul on the ground so that on the day of low affirmation or a few listens or a few likes on instagram or a few um little to no feedback or on the day of harsh feedback or on the day of i'm too busy and i don't want to do this or whatever day it is what's the thing that's keeping my feet on the ground when it comes to this work so yeah uh, that's what i want to talk to you guys about today break time judy here hello how are you hoping you're enjoying the guest um one day there will be ads here one day but until then uh grab yourself more drinks more snacks um 
switch up the chores that you're doing you know continue listening so that we we continue to learn i hope you're enjoying yourself thank you for staying this far thank you thank you thank you okay see you so what did i come up with well i came up with what appears so far to be a three-step process and growing and i say and growing because i mean this conversation the process of valuing my work began a lot began the day that i started this pod if we're being honest and has been continuing since and we're now um about nine months or so uh in this and and we're still doing it so and growing it is and it breaks down into three number one determining my reason for doing this work why really did you get into doing what you're doing like really (laughs) Why did you get into it? Um, what was your intention? What were your motivations? And I say that because in <sighs> there could be so many reasons why you started something. Why I started this podcast, which is a story that I find myself forgetting often, is because I was rejected by a bunch of leadership programs because I didn't qualify. And I want, I went to a forum and I asked the question, what do you guys do with your um rejected applicants and essentially the answer was nothing um and i i was really mad (laughs) i was really upset um because the panelists thought that i wanted their sympathy um and i left and i told myself if I want to be involved in the leadership community, because I used to think that the only way for me to be involved legitimately in the leadership community is to get into a leadership program, which eventually I did. Um, but that's after like five or so um, rejections or just simply never hearing back from them. So I wanted to support people in people who probably will never get into programs in 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 leadership and with resources and materials and that's also a vision a sense of vision that has grown over time but that's why i got in and i often find myself forgetting and on some days it feels like did i get into this for the advertising did i get into this for the the, the sponsorships and the promotions and there's nothing wrong with any of that but is that why i came in Whew. it's important because it tells us how long we're going to be in it um when you think about if you're in something because of how it it's lucrative in the season, then it means that out of season, you probably want to leave or want to change. And again, there's nothing wrong with that because you don't have to stay in a venture for the rest of your life. But having for the time being, you know, while you're there, I I found it to be so valuable for me to understand why I'm doing it so that I'm able to value myself on account of my reason for doing it and not on account of the response of the people. I thought it was interesting to observe how companies and influencers uh, and content is moving more and more in the direction of being mission-led and causes-led and kind of getting that sense from reading mission and vision statements and seeing um, the kind of campaigns that companies are doing and and noticing that there's just something different um, about mission and cause-led businesses, mission and cause-led um, ventures. And not all things have to be causes-led. Uh, 
if you don't want to, you don't have to. Personally, I lean more towards having a cause behind your work. I think it makes it more valuable, as is the point of this first um, this first step. So even though we don't have to be in our ventures forever, we can change and we can grow and we can pivot. And that's okay. But while you're still at it, know your reason clearly so that you can separate your reason from the response of your 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 the people that you're targeting which brings me to number two really thinking about who you're serving and targeting them your stuff isn't for everyone um and that line is for me not everyone wants leadership content in fact not everyone cares for much of the content that i'm ever going to make in my life and that's okay it's okay that not everyone wants your content or cares about it. And I just needed to accept and make peace with that. Um, in many ways, I had laid unnecessary pressure on people that knew me and my friends and my family to consume my content, honestly, subconsciously, because I know that a bunch of them really just couldn't care less. They would do it out of courtesy, but I would get hurt when they didn't do it, you know. And if I'm being honest... Um, with all processes, we just are not all in leadership. Like I said, not everybody cares. And I had to release them from that so that I can release myself from the from the unspoken and often uncommunicated pressure that I'm laying on myself to be supported by my family and my friends and just allow them to support me as they please um, because I don't know... I, the way that I've, I I think about it today is that I didn't start for them. You know, you didn't start your venture for your family or your friends, at least not in the way of honoring them. You can start something in honor of someone. But did you start it targeting them? Were they who were, were the people that you so deeply crave their affirmation and affection? Were those the people that you started for? Do you want that because they appear to have some level of influence? And those were questions that I had to ask myself. And if I didn't start for them, then refer to point number one, why did I start? And how does that separate me and the way that I think about myself and my work from their response, you know? Because whether or not they respond, my reasons are really clear and even though you're not feeling all warm and fuzzy about your why or your reason on that day, at least clear. And that clarity kind of allows you to lay down what you need to lay down and to move on where you need to move on. And so it changes significantly uh, whose attention you're trying to get, if I'm being honest. Um, it helped me accept my small Instagram activity and the lot of people who didn't want to reshare my work, even though it appeared that resharing work was like a sign of support etc um and it and it helped me to see that a lot of young people a lot of this millennial generation that i'm here for don't actually identify with the term leadership and that was a scary thought but it also told me okay who identifies with the term leadership and where are they and how can i serve them and and and, and go towards them so it led me towards studying the platforms and seeing what kind of content is popular in my particular group of people. So millennials involved in leadership in, in some way, shape or form and what kind of flies with them and 
starting to tailor my work in that direction because and only because I'm able to free myself from the tyranny of numbers, if you get what I mean. And that brings me to my last, my last point. Beyond acceptance, because acceptance has set me free in so many ways, which is to reinforce my personal self-worth, not the worth of my work or the worth of my effort, but just my personal self-worth. Oh, this is a tricky one. Um, I think as a concept, self-worth, when I looked, when I did a bit of search on the internet, I saw self-worth as a thing that rises from many different directions. Um, depending on what your base as a person is, like your philosophies on life and the way that you see that your worldview, rather, your sense of self-worth is likely to come from that direction. And so there are self-worth um, perspectives that rise from from more humanist points of view and then there are others that rise from more religious points of view and I really have to sit with myself and go like huh because of who I am where does my self-worth rise and as all of you may know I'm a person of faith uh, I'm a professing practicing um, Christian have been for a really long time and where I come from in my faith we believe that our worth intrinsically is laid on us by the creator by the person that makes us who is also the person who calls us and so your value and the value of your work for me comes from god who has made me and then has put this desire and and these ideas and this energy and this passion in my heart and really just sitting with that really, really just sitting with that and allowing it to change my mind and to change my life. So, like I said, this is a continuing process. I am, this is probably going to keep going for a really long time behind the scenes and, and in the scenes. <laughs> What's the opposite of behind the scenes, guys? The scene, right? I mean, yeah, the scene. So this will be something that will be going on for a long time. But as you listen, I hope that you take a bit of time and and pay attention, really pay attention and and write a list, write a list of the places where your affirmation has come from before and really consider the longevity of that affirmation and establish for yourself a reason for creating an internal mechanism of value and of worth for yourself and I think that it so far it's been a combination of who I am what I believe and what I understand about the purpose for my work so far that's what's been guiding me on this process of working to establish some level of worth that's independent of my friends and my family and and I'm not saying that it's wrong to get support from friends and family I'm saying that on the days when you don't you're going to need to be able to look somewhere else and remember. So remember your why. Really see the people that you're trying to serve and accept that not everyone fits in that category. And lastly, determine for yourself on a personal level away from your work. What are you worth and where does that worth stem from? So that hopefully it stems from a place that is unshakable and unchanging and that if ever you forget, you can turn around and look at it. So... Thank you so much for your time. I know this episode has not been 
as full of jokes and humor but sometimes life is like that it's not full of jokes and humor and i hope that you feel served and you feel stirred in a good good way to think about what's going on with you and your work and and to take the steps it's all fun and games until we have to take steps even for me so yeah 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 thank you so much leaders thank you so much is a rap people oh thank you for coming thank you for spending your time with me i value it i hope you found this helpful found this useful um i will see you next time please like and rate this podcast on whatever platform you listen to um and follow me us me us us <laughs> on on social media on the leader process on instagram and the leader process on medium where i i i write about leadership and you can let me know what you guys want to hear about and what you want to talk about and what you want us to explore on there thank you for your time and i will see you next time whoop, whoop. <laughs> was that cringe probably thank you Thank <music> you.